York and New Jersey for ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, coming to you from the front lines. ADL is on the front line every day fighting anti-Semitism and hate, and this show brings that to you from the WVOX studios in New York. New York is most certainly a front line when it comes to anti-Semitism and hate. As the state which is consistently home to the most anti-Semitic incidents across the nation, as well as the site of many hate crimes and home to many extremists. The mass shooter in Buffalo a few weeks ago is just one horrific example. ADL's Center on Extremism, together with our partner organization, the Community Security Initiative, or CSI, has just put out a major new report entitled Hate in the Empire State, Extremism and Anti-Semitism in New York. It is a first-of-its-kind look at the state of hate in New York. Its author is Rebecca Fetterman. She is a threat intelligence analyst for CSI, who is physically embedded in ADL's Center on Extremism, a really important partnership between two important organizations. She is my guest today to discuss this report. Welcome, Rebecca, to From the Frontlines. Thanks for having me, Scott. Rebecca, since the mass shooting in Buffalo by a white supremacist, Many people have been asking if there is a white supremacist problem in New York. So I'll start with that question. What did your research uncover? Certainly, New York State is no stranger. Unfortunately, it's white supremacy. Uh, we have a handful of groups that are active here, including Patriot Front, the New Jersey European Heritage Association, and a relatively newly formed group called White Lives Matter, that actually holds a day of action every single month. Those are the groups that are doing it, but, but what uh, what does the data show? A big thing for these white supremacist groups is their propaganda. It's both a recruitment tool for new recruits, but also a task that's given to their new recruits as sort of a, a way to enter the organization and prove that they're dedicated. So this comes in the form of banner drops, stickers, flyers, and in terms of white supremacist propaganda in New York State in 2020 and 2021, a combined 520 incidents, and nationally, New York ranked seven. And just to mention, you know, you mentioned the Buffalo shooter. That same day that he carried out his heinous attack, White Lives Matter did a banner drop that read, Stop White Replacement, which is a key conspiracy theory that featured prominently in the shooter's manifesto. That growth has been tremendous, and we should say that the growth is uh, really just over the past five or six years, uh, sort of in general emboldening of extremists, and not just white supremacists, but extremists in general. And, you know, on that topic, we should talk about the fact that when we talk about extremism, it doesn't only refer to white supremacists, it also refers to far-right nationalist groups who are also active in New York. Can you talk a little bit about that? We have the Proud Boys here. There's actually nine chapters across the entire state. Um, of late, Long Island has been the most publicly active. They've staged flash demonstrations. They've attended very loudly and proudly some anti-COVID mandate protests. Um, and you also have Oath Keepers here, who that's an anti-government extremist organization. They're involved with the militia movement. And actually, there was a recent leak of Oath Keeper membership data, and alarmingly, approximately 2,000 people had signed up for this group's membership, this extremist militia anti-government group, using New York addresses. And that number includes active and former NYPD, corrections officers, public officials. It's, it's pretty alarming. 
Yeah, extremely alarming. While we're talking about uh, extremist groups, we should focus not just on the right, but, but also on the left. Uh, and I think your report also uh, highlighted some groups that, uh, that were not necessarily on, on the left, but were not on the right. Can you talk a little bit about the other groups you identified? Sure. So a big one is Islamist groups, fundamentalist Islamist terrorist organizations. Now, I'll state up front that there's, to the best of our knowledge, there are not active al-Qaeda and ISIS organizations here in, in New York. However, you have individuals who are uh, inspired by these organizations. They're trying to join these groups abroad. They're trying to send funds to these organizations. And, you know, al-Qaeda and ISIS use that. They, their media, their publications, their own propaganda materials are often featuring New York City landmarks, the Brooklyn Bridge, the Empire State Building, to sort of rally their followers to commit attacks on the West. What about other groups that were uh, really uh, clearly on the left? Sure. So, well, I don't know if we'd necessarily say left versus right, but there's a contingent of the Nation of Islam, virulently anti-Semitic followers of Louis Farrakhan. You have the Black Hebrew Israelite movement that is also virulently anti-Semitic, a sect of it, and they, you know, they claim that modern Jews are all fake and that, you know, their religion is fraudulent and that they have no no connection to the Bible, no connection to the land of Israel. Um, and to that point, you also have, you know, groups of violent anti-Zionists who, who they're protesting on a really regular basis. Recently, a speaker here in New York praised Hamas in the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps, both designated foreign terrorist organizations by the United States. And she claimed that these are, you know, legitimate resistance fighters. So, so you also have that, that, I would say, left contingent in that case. You hear a lot about the group Antifa as being an extremist group on the left. What, what's your view of Antifa uh, and where would you place them? Certainly there are Antifa activists here in New York, but I would say from, from my research, certainly into extremist groups and as it pertains to, you know, threats to the Jewish community, Antifa here is not really seen as the same level of threat. They're not active in the same way as we see, you know, over in the Pacific Northwest in Portland and, and the like. You brought up the idea of anti-Zionist groups, and uh, we've discussed already that this comes against the backdrop of New York State being home to more anti-Semitic incidents than any other state across the nation, according to ADL's audit of, uh, of anti-Semitic incidents. Uh, is there anything in particular you want to report about anti-Semitism? You hit the nail on the head. You know, as, as the ADL audit data tells us, you know, New York's leading the country in anti-Semitic incidents. This includes arson. This includes vandalism harassment, and horrifically assaults. There were, in the 2021 data, 51 assaults against members of the Jewish community, which is the highest number that, you know, we've, we've ever recorded. Um, there were, the, the incidents in New York increased 24% between 2020 and 2021, with a total of 416 incidents in 2021. Um, and, you know, looking at FBI hate crimes data, this this was for 2020. New York State as a whole, uh, hate crimes against Jews accounted for 88.3% of all of the religiously motivated incidents in 2020. So, you know, the, the, the narrative isn't great. And, you know, you bring up the hate crimes data. 
your report is not just about anti-Semitism, and it's not just about extremists. It's also about hate crimes in general. Can you describe the situation in New York with regard to hate crimes? You know, the title of the report, Hate in the Empire State, and, and we have a problem here. Um, the four most targeted groups, both on the state level and it's reflected in, in the same data on the, the New York City level, are, are biased motivations against the black community, against the Jewish community, against the LGBTQ plus community, against the, the Asian community. And, you know, in, in 2020, overall, in New York City specifically, so Manhattan and Brooklyn, Staten Island, 266 hate crimes. In 2021, that number jumped almost 200 percent to 522 incidents. Wow, it doubled. That's incredible. Um you know, the report covers the two-year period from January 2020 to December 2021, but now we're already halfway through 2022. Is the situation improving this year? So I pulled out some May 2022 numbers this, this just this past month that were released a couple days ago. There were 63 hate crimes this month. It actually went down slightly from year-to-date May 2021, which is a good sign. However, hate crimes against Jews are still accounting for the highest number of hate crimes against a group, about 40% of the total. Wow, that is uh, very, very disturbing. We have touched on many points, uh, uh, but there's so much more in the report. How can people find the full report? The report is available on the ADL's website, Hate in the Empire State. Great. Thanks so much, Rebecca, for putting together this important report and for all of the heroic work you do every day uh, to keep our community safe. And, of course, thank you for being my guest today. Thank you, Scott. And, of course, a big thank you to the listeners who tuned in to From the Frontlines, either live on WVOX 1460 AM or as a podcast. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or on Spotify to ensure that you do not miss a show. Just search for From the Frontlines. And please engage in these important conversations throughout the week by following me on Facebook and Twitter. My handle is at Scott A. Richmond, and our hashtag is fighting hate for good.